Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I'm excited that you're here. Hi, I'm pumped. And I first want to tell you, I really think you're going to vibe with today's episode because we're talking about how we can use pain and even failure to motivate us to take action in our lives. But before we dive into the content, I want to first just say thank you from the bottom of my freaking heart for your support of this podcast. For those of you that have gone the extra step of leaving reviews on iTunes, I so freaking appreciate you. Shouting it out on Instagram, telling your girlfriends, telling your friends, your teams, your coworkers, your mom, your Aunt Susie, right? Thank you for making this podcast what I wanted it to be, which is a mission of all of us together. Because right now I'm recording an episode by myself with my dog on my foot in downtown San Diego, and I'm envisioning us having coffee and doing this thing together. So thank you for making that vision start to become such a reality. Now, let's get into the content because I know you're here for a quick hit of inspiration to start your day or finish your day. So let's set the stage. I feel like as humans, I feel like you're going to agree with me on this too, that we really do need contrast in our lives. We need happiness and we need sadness. We need success and we need failure. We need things going according to plan because girl, I know I love certainty. I'm guessing you do too. But also just as much as we need things going according to plan, we need things going a little off course sometimes because as humans, we also love excitement and we need growth opportunities and things that we can learn from when they don't go according to plan. And we got to figure it out to be full, complete, happy, thriving humans, right? I'm assuming that you're like in your car or at Trader Joe's or matching your socks and you're just like nodding your head like, yes, Keisha, I'm with you because we're girlfriends chatting. So I'm just going to keep going with this. But honestly, think about it. Maybe you're in this time of your life right now, or maybe there's a time in your life in the past where everything is good, right? Life is good. Your job is good. Your health is good. Your relationships are good. You're a good mom or you're a good employee or you're a good business owner. It's kind of like you're going through life on this like flat path. You're just cruising, right? It's not exceptional, but you're not unhappy, right? And of course, we feel grateful like, booyah, life is good. But at the same time, if we are really honest or even quiet for just a second, we know that with no hills or twists or turns or curveballs, we're going to be really damn bored. We're just going to be freaking bored of living a life that's really lukewarm with no excitement and zest. And honestly, we're not going to grow if something doesn't go wrong or doesn't go according to plan because often we're forced to learn from those things that we perceive as failures. But as humans, we love progress. So we got to fail so we can learn so we can grow, don't we? And truthfully, while we don't love pain often when we're in it or feeling like we're failing, sometimes we won't close doors that we know 
need to be closed, whether that's in life or our career or our business or our relationships, unless those doors are closed for us, forcing us to move on or to an alternative path, which might I argue, you could probably agree with me on this actually, that you can look back and think of a path that you once wanted that you're like, wait a second, I'm so freaking glad that didn't work out because it got me where I am today and I'm even happier, right? So we know that, right? And we can set the stage and we can get on the same page, but we forget that like in an instant, as soon as something goes wrong or doesn't go according to plan, right? Or things don't happen fast enough. We catch ourselves saying things like, how long will it take me? Because we're so damn focused on how fast will it go? Or if it's not on a timeline that we've decided is necessary or something tiny goes wrong that throws a wrench in our path and we often freak out, right? We feel a little bit of pain. We feel a little ashamed that we feel like we're failing or we're not moving as quickly as we need to and we're pissed about it or we're sad. Or when we fail, we sometimes falsely identify ourselves as failures if we're not in a good headspace or we haven't redefined failure. And that doubt, even if it's just a sliver of doubt, is going to cut into us. And then even if we continue down the path, we don't do it with as much pep in our step or zest or spunk or it digs at us for so long or so deeply, we throw in the towel altogether on the goal that we're working towards, don't we? Keep in mind, I'm not saying you do this. I'm saying we do this. Simply because as humans, sometimes we literally just forget that we have to have these ups and downs and we have to experience pain or failure to have the full human experience that is what we actually crave. So that being said, we need contrast. So here's where I insert the tangible little hat, girl, about what I want to talk about today, which is how we can use failure or pain as a tool that we put in our toolbox to motivate us to take action right? Freaking awesome. I love this topic. It's two steps and it's really damn simple. Number one, we redefine the meaning to us. We know, okay, we redefine failure. That's step one. We know that some things in life, we have to fail in order to learn something that we need to learn. We know that some things have to tear down in order to grow. For example, I mean, let's, this is the most basic example. I feel like fitness examples are so easy where in order to build a muscle, you have to actually tear it first, right? That's legit like science, biology, right? You have to experience that burn in your bicep when you're lifting the weight where you literally feel like you might die and your muscle is actually tearing underneath the surface and then it rebuilds and that's how you like legit grow your bicep. That's how it works. That's pretty cool to think about. We know this, right? We know the concept of like, obviously you lift a weight, your muscle tears, you build it back up. Cool. But isn't that crazy applicable to life in general? Like take that bicep burning, regrowing your muscle analogy and apply it to a bigger setting using this framework. I like this framework that Ray Dalio, um, if you don't know Ray Dalio, he's like a hedge fund guy. He's a philanthropist. He's an author. And basically the principle of all of his work is that pain plus reflection equals progress. I'll repeat that. Pain plus reflection equals progress. And failure is often associated with pain. So if failure 
Plus thinking about it, AKA like reflection gives us progress. Then girl, failure is epic and needed to progress. Boom. Right? Because if failure is what we need to have something that we can actually reflect on in order for us to grow as humans, every time that we're failing or feeling pain, we get a choice to reframe that failure and put it as a tool in our freaking toolbox. And yes, yes, of course, failure's not fun when you're in it. Pain's not fun. I get it, right? Like I'm not like a unicorn who's like, I love pain. No, yes, it sucks. But also knowing We get to then choose afterwards the immediate thought, which could be, this is going to be good for me. Knowing that first comes the feeling of pain, which is often associated with failure. Then we get to choose to reflect on that, right? Because pain plus reflection equals progress. And then after we've reflected on that pain, we get to progress. Holla! right? That's freaking awesome. As humans, we love progress. We love getting better. Some of my favorite questions to ask myself when I'm in this to help me kind of keep my framework is what can I learn here? How can I grow from this? How can I get better? How can I use this pain or failure as feedback to course correct and approach things differently next time so it doesn't suck this much, (laughs) right? How good can I freaking get? Because overall, the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people or people that aren't hitting their goals, right, is not normally a whole lot. Nobody's born with like unicorn blood, right? It's just how they perceive failure. And when they do fail, because girl, obviously, if we're living lives that we love that aren't just lukewarm, which I know you don't want and I don't want either, we just choose to perceive failure differently and we don't stay down as long. We dust ourselves off, we get back up and we freaking rock it knowing that we're going to fail. But because of step one, so simple, not always easy, but simple. We just get to redefine the meaning of failure. And step two, we seek it and celebrate it. What if we actually tried to fail more? Or at least we did things that we could actually fail at right? We got outside of our comfort zone, not because of like the cute Pinterest quotes that are like, the magic happens outside your comfort zone. Duh. You know, yeah, that's cute. But what I mean is, what if we actually redefined failure as necessary for progress and we became less attached to the outcome of what we were going to get by doing the thing and more attached to the person that we're becoming in the process a progressing person that's growing because we have to have failure or pain to reflect and then progress. Holla. What if we decided that today is the day that we do something that scares us, that we could fail at? Maybe it's something small. Maybe it's just lifting a heavier weight that you might not be able to lift all the way yet, but you're going to try. Maybe you're going to take one less break in your workout. Maybe it's something different. Maybe it's a conversation that you know deep down you need to have that scares you that could have an outcome that could be painful if you experience rejection. But girl, you know it's necessary to have that conversation. It could be raising your hand in a meeting that normally you would be quiet in, even though you had a better idea than the person that did raise their hand. Maybe it's asking for a raise because you know you deserve it. Maybe it's telling your boyfriend what you actually need from him or that friend that you had a falling out with that you miss her and you love her. Maybe it's picking up the phone and scheduling an appointment an appointment that you know you need to schedule. 
Maybe it's telling someone that you love them or saying, I'm sorry and meaning it because you value your relationship more than your ego. Or maybe it's something bigger, like reapplying to school, even though it sucks to feel that feeling of not getting in. Maybe it's looking for a new job, even though you might not get it. Starting a business, even though you're scared of what Sally Sue or your mom might think. Or maybe it's going to an event alone because you know you need people in your life that are going to lift you up and push you outside your comfort zone and you don't have those people yet and you're freaking scared. Maybe it's starting a new hobby or a side hustle. Yes, of course, girl, it could be painful. And yes, it might not go the way that you planned. And old you, maybe even you before this podcast, like nine minutes ago, you might've defined that as failure, that pain being failure. But the new you, you're seeking failure, aren't you? Because at the end of the day, life is not about our experiences, actually. It's about the meaning that we create from those experiences. And yes, girl, it might not work out the way you planned. In fact, it probably won't. But what if it's better? What if it's freaking better than you could have ever imagined? Mm, Gives me the feels. Until next time, girl, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.